the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 236 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. That's right. We gave one up at home. Pack it up. Let's call it a season. Forget it. We're done. It's over. Yeah, right. We're still hanging in there. It's still good. We're still battling. We're getting the job done when we need to. It's a busy freaking schedule. There's a million reasons why it went wrong. There's a million reasons why you should be mad about this game, but also go, you know what? There are ways to get better, ways to improve, and ways to turn around. And so that's where we're at right now. It's trying to figure out what's going on. How are we going to get ready for the next game? How are we going to get ready for the Open Cup? Because they don't have time to really lick their wounds. They got to get up, move on. So uh, that's why we come to you guys. And I'm going to tell you everything going on, news-wise, and all that. So, uh, Tony, Bam, welcome back to the show. Bam, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling all right. Um, is this where we start doing Bob out or not? We lost the game at home. Do we start calling the Bob out like some people were last year? Do we start doing that or what? Right. So many people wanting to throw in the hat or throw in the towel and basically destroying things that already like it's done. You know, this team's not going to do it. This isn't going to be it. It's like, man. All right. Calm down. There's there, you know, there's this odd belief lately, right? That if we get beat by a team, that means we're terrible rather than looking at the team that beat us and figuring out why, and maybe giving credit to other teams for getting the job done and following their mission to get, get this, you know, get the win. Um, and so I think this is one of those games where we had our plan, game plan. They had theirs. We made mistakes, wild ones, right? Individual mistakes. Yeah. And a team of that level will burn you. It's that simple. If you give them yeah. a man run, like, like we saw in the second goal, they're going to kill you. They're going to take you down. They're built for that. It's the style that they play. When not, it was funny thing about Austin, when they're not playing us, they dominate the possession, right? Exactly, exactly. I, I've watched a lot of the games this year, and I've been open with, with everyone here. Do not sleep on them. They, this year, Austin this year is world-class compared to what they were last year. They took their chances. They had stuff go their way. Adelia, they did make a couple mistakes, but they were able to back it up with quite easily. Yes, there was some refereeing controversy with the penalty. Like, oh yeah. Well, but it will be interesting to see what um, Villarreal does. The referee does later on this year, seeing that he's going to the World Cup as a video match official. He's one of the ones that was selected. <laughs> oh, the guy that doesn't want to use VAR. That's nice. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's he's going to be the VAR. Thing. It's him and Drew Fisher. Uh, been selected. F- to go as the video match officials. The assistant referees being selected are uh, Atkins, Nesbitt, and Parker, while Elfath has been selected as a head referee to go to the World Cup later this year from pro referees. Fascinating group, and it's got the most FIFA vibes you could ever get. So congrats to them. Let's hope they do their jobs over there. 
and don't get sent home after the first round because we all know how it works in the World Cup, right? It's their own elimination games for those as well, right? Referees perform well, they stay on, they don't, they go home. It's it's just as cutthroat as the games themselves. So uh, I'll say it's more cutthroat. It's more yeah. cutthroat because you got you got literally nations in the palm of your hands. The difference between going to making it to a knockout stage or missing out by goal difference of one goal. It's a right. lot more pressure, a lot more pressure. So step up, you, you show can't, that, can't that their pro refs are good refs. Try, try for once to show that you're good. I, I dare you. I mean, at this point, having expectations and what they're going to do and if they're going to do the right thing are pretty much dead when, when we're in these games, they did that. Either they can't take the pace. Everybody's, you know, oh man, you know, he blew through the game or what? No, it's not that. And they're not, they're not choosing sides at this point. They just aren't competent enough to handle a game of this pace, of this magnitude, um, or they, they don't understand the gamesmanship involved. So for me, my argument with this game, with the refereeing, is the lack of protection for players. If you're seeing the repeated fouls on a skilled player, any player. You've got to throw the cards early. You have to set the tempo and swallowing that, not letting it happen and just letting guys hammer each other and hammer each other to the point where the game's frayed, right? There's no control. Now every call you make is scrutinized scrutinized by both sides because you took too long to take control of the game. And now you're questioning everything you do. And that's really where he put himself in this game. And then you had injuries. So it, it again, this all comes from him not managing the game from the early Early kickoff, like just just do it. You get in there, you got to make a statement as a referee. That's how this works. And he didn't do it. So then at that point, everything was questioned. Shenanigans were going on out there. And at that point, he's going to have to start throwing cars left and right. And it's just chaos. You know, we were going to title this episode Chaos with a Whistle at first, because that's really what we were seeing out there. But Jekyll and Hyde, you know, honestly, it's more about us in this match than it was about him. Both sides had reasons to be pissed after this game. They did at what he was doing in this game. They really did. Both sides got it kind of raw. It's us. It's what we do. And if we're looking for a penalty late and that's our saving grace, you're going to have a very long season. It can't be that. It can't be angry at the ref every time because I didn't get this call. I didn't get this penalty. Nah, man, you got to handle it. You got to get the job done. You got to get over it. And if he is swallowing the whistle, and if he is not giving the cards, then you play the same game they do. They don't like getting hit. Nobody likes getting hit. You get nasty. You you get into the dark arts. You have to play that way. That's how I think the playoffs are going to be like. MLS, it's notoriously physical in the playoffs. So toughen up. Deal with it. You're not going to get the calls. You're LAFC. You're that team. Deal with it. You don't like it? Make some noise, just like we did. Players have to own it. The players have to have to do better. And that's the simple part of it. Simple mistakes cost us the simple things. And so we'll talk about it more as we get into the game. But that's where my head was at. I'm watching it, and it's, it's about us, man. I know we don't like what he's doing. But we could have controlled the narrative much, much better. Tony, I know you're hurting today. How are you doing, man? Better. I was pissed off the whole fucking game. If you saw my face, I, I got a lot of people hitting me up. Like, I've never seen you pissed. You're always so happy-go-lucky. And I'm like, because I was pissed. 
Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. It, it, like I said, yes, refereeing was a big issue of controlling the game, but at the end of the day, we know Austin. They're number they're pre, num, number one now, but they were battling us for number one for how long? And we'll get more into it of like what I was able to see during the game, watch me watching the game, and it was just it was just very frustrating. That's the best way to sum up the whole game. Just frustration overall. Yeah, yeah, uh, and which brings the Jekyll and Hyde mindset. You have a highly skilled team, right? dominating at times looking like it was only a matter of time handling things well in the back and then the other side pops out turnovers in the box odd man rush against done it should have been two nothing in the first half it should have been it could have been three nothing defeat if certain things don't go certain ways and if you're going to beef about penalties watch the vela penalty in live action when we were right in front of it legit looked like a penalty but if you go back and look at it from the reverse angle, he was going down before contact. Intentionally, of course. He's selling a penalty. But he was going down before contact even occurred. And you could make noise about that. Didn't happen. We got the call. We got the goal. Good for us. Move on. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, not happy with it. Seeing where we need to improve. Seeing where the lineup needs to get improved upon as well. Um, guys need to get healthy. That's the toughest part. But we'll get into it as we go. Uh, before we get deep, deep, deep into this game, break the whole thing down uh let's cover some news from tony and then we'll go from there tony what's going on in the community man um so um lafc is actually hosting a uh beach cleanup volunteer day on may 27th from three to five um sign up on it's right now it's on their story you can sign up it's of course it's as we live in california we love our beaches and we need help cleaning them up thank you bam for the poster to my Am I right? <laughs> I was like trying to remember what part of the screen I am. Um, they're they're partnering up with Heal the Bay and WSSL. It's a good event. It's like I said, it's going to be on a Friday night, a Friday. If you can make it out, if you have something to do, you'll be at the beach, but helping at the same time. So it's good cause. Keep keep like the beaches safe and, and clean for our future kids and moving forward. There we are. Good stuff. Good stuff. What else is going on out there? Um, as you know, we have an away game coming up, so there's a couple watch parties that have already been um, sound up. One of them, of course, is us, Black Army, at SMP Sports Bar. So it's going to be a 12:30 game. So be ready to be kind of up early. I know Saturdays are sleep-in time a little bit, but 12:30 East Coast time, kind of have to deal with that. Um, another one is Empire Boys is having a watch party at lake alice uh and it's a uh, chips salt chips shots chips and salsa specials out there and that's going to be at they're going to start at 11 30 and it is in riverside so those are the only ones that popped up right now more to come i'll post them when they come available and then i try to post them late friday night because i can't post them late early saturday because most of us will already be going to where we need to go Right. Uh, looking like I'll probably be back at what S and P again. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to be the hangout now. Um, all good though. It's a great place to go to. So, uh, if you're there, I'll see you there. <laughs> uh, if you like playing drums, Hey, you know, that works too. So we'll see how that works. Uh, all right. So outside of that, there's also tournaments that 
that needs signups as well, right, Tony? Yes, there is. So, of course, there is the uh, kickball tournament, which we've been talking about. It's, mm -hmm. This one's going to be for the Mauricio Futsal Football Tournament. So, donations go towards that. Of course, it's a fun game. We like we said we did it last year. You get competitive because if you don't have, if you don't, we are all competitive at some point. If you just sometimes I say, as my girlfriend says, if you're playing, if you just have some fun. I'm just like, that's not in me. I just want to win. And there'll probably be other vendors there to help support even more too. So keep on the lookout for that. There we go. Uh, also, other breaking news that we were being been hearing about even after this last match, uh, Carlos Vela made a statement after the last game. Uh, mentioning that he wants to stay. It's just a matter of them coming together. Um, but it's out of his hands now that he he wants to stay on. Um, through 2023 was the conversation. So uh, you could tell if you were at the game, he was actually trying to charge up the north end on his way out, which is something that's totally not his style, right? We know this. And he was going hard into it. So it, it looked like a different level of investment yet again. Could be a play to stay on. I don't know. Uh, but he was, he was fired up for the game. So he wants to stay. That's good to hear. Let's just hopefully find the right, the right end of this, uh, in terms of Chiellini, uh, same story is more and more rumors keep flying that we're the team, we're the team, we're the team. Will it happen? Will it not? Let's hope so. It sounds obviously like we're the one that's standing out the most in terms of the conversation. So, uh, if so, we've got a leader back there that probably won't try to chip the ball out of the box and turn it over. He'll just take care of business and move on. Just a thought. Uh, we kind of need guys like that to just do the job. That's all we're asking for. And he's one of those guys that can do that. Oh, and Dark Arts. I'm sure he's capable of giving it back if he knows a ref's not going to pull a yellow card anytime soon. Right, Bam? I mean, he's kind of got a history of that, right? Yeah, he's got a little bit of history, but, you know... Just because he's got a history doesn't mean he'll keep doing it. So he might turn a new leaf, but I don't think he will. Well, he's not going to tell you when he's going to do it, right? That's a part of the whole thing, uh, you know. So when he needs to, he will. It works for me. We need a guy like that. I'm good with it. He might not be the fastest in the world anymore, but he's one of the smartest at what he does. So we can take that. Brains wins in this case. It would have been a very different game, I think, last night uh, with him in the lineup. Just leading, right? Very different story. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Tired of avoiding it. We'll break this all down. You all saw how it went from the early stages, how teams were going to approach this. You knew there was going to be a back and forth. You knew there were going to be proper counters. This was the one team that could promise for some transition. And, lo and behold, they did. Uh, and it played the way it played. Now, in terms of the highlights, there's only really two that matter, right? That hurt us. Another two that were controversial. Other than that, it was the back and forth war that we expected it to be. They really are good at, at, at absorbing pressure. Uh, I think it was next level how efficient they were at absorbing pressure. Uh, so that was really, really a fascinating look at what Austin can do and how they can transition. Tony, in terms of the highlights, throw them out there, man. So like we said, there's only a couple things we need to talk about. And I just, wait, what the hell did my notes? Oh, there you go. So I was like, where did my notes go? I was like, <laughs> all right. So let's just, let's go for it. So 13th goal and 13th minute, uh, Ruben's goal. 
it was a so let's break this down. It was off a corner kick, or I believe, or it was like a play. But the it's whole corner. the whole yep. yep the whole situation is we cleared it, and Cheeky tried to be cheeky and not boot it out and everything. Try to pass it to Sifu, makes that pass, counter play, hundred percent. Whatever happens, happens next. But unfortunately, it gets intercepted. Um, by Valencia, who finds Ruben literally in the dead center of the box. He all he has to do is trap it, put it in the back of the net, and we're down one nil. You know, seeing what he was trying to do, obviously we had a player breaking, and he thought he could get it to him with it with a with a nice touch. He just completely underhit it, uh, and the cheeky of old found himself back in the lineup again. The one that drives us all crazy had his moment yet again. Uh, we've seen this earlier in the year. We thought he was kind of turning a page, right? Becoming more of a playmaker from his side. Yeah, it came back again. Uh, it rears its ugly head, and he he has his moment. Uh, it's getting old. Got to be honest. Bam. So going to that corner, there has been some stuff going on on social media about that corner. Have you guys all seen that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, yeah. It's it's borderline. Should have, shouldn't have doesn't matter to me the goal didn't come directly off that corner so play on plain and simple if yeah right if, if, the, if the ball had gone in from there yes yeah, something different but it wasn't that corner that made them score the goal it was a poor clearance that made them score a goal plain and simple this is an aso argument it's a youth <laughs> complaining about a throw-in <laughs> technique complaining about where it's the ball sits it's five yards up five yards. Who cares? Just defend it and get the job done. Like, really? A matter of inches? We're going to. The only matter of inches that matters is if it's the goal line itself. Otherwise, come on. Uh, yeah, kind of ridiculous. Let, you know, that's something for, for Twitter to, to yell and scream <laughs> and rant about. But in the real world, nobody cares. They, you know, all that matters is one of our guys turned the ball over in the box and it cost us. That's all that really matters. All right, and so we keep going. Of course, they hit a crossbar also. Man, oh, that, was, um, that was horrible on their part. I would have been mad for that yeah. one. Uh, but it happened. We got lucky. I think I did the sign of the cross. I think you saw it. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we can divine intervention on that one. Uh, and then we, you know, have a few other moments. But that was your first half. Blah, right? This Second still- half comes along, Tony. No, there's still one more moment we have to talk about. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And that's and I didn't put it in, but it's literally what led to calling out the refs and stuff like that, not controlling the game is the teeth got destroyed in front of us and no foul call, no nothing. And it's like that would have been again, we lost the game because we didn't come up to par. This is not me saying the refs are fault, the blah blah blah. It's sketchy at the end of the game. You play to win the game. You do whatever is given in front of you. But this was kind of shows like where we were kind of, they were battling, we were battling. The fouls don't look, when you look at the stats with fouls wise, it doesn't look like he did a bad job. But being there and seeing how much was given away. Yeah. Was it intentional or was it reckless? I think is the big the big thing to me. It looked like a player falling over another player and rolling on him from a, from a bang up play. Mm-hmm. Was it intent? Was he trying to hurt him? 
I think in in hindsight, no. In the moment, of course, we were raging about it. I think it was a freak accident more than anything else. But still, for the ref to not even do much with it and have to come back after the fact, after our own players are yelling, that's some ridiculous stuff. He wasn't even moving after. You know, when guys fake it, they roll around. He wasn't even moving. He was dead still. Mm -hmm. He knew something was wrong. And, yeah, again, not having the awareness is the big issue here. Do I think it was intentional? No. But injury is an injury. You got to do something about it. Bam? The the moment Blessing went down, his hand went up calling for help straight away. He wasn't rolling. He, he knew something had happened. Watching it back a couple of times and using a lie, Blessing got between him and the ball. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's what Blessing does. Blessing gets between you and the ball, gets there, cops the foul. It's a foul any, any day of the week. The moments that he went down, his hand went up, my heart sank. I'm like, oh no, this could be anything. Ha seeing him walk off the pitch was a lot better than I thought. I didn't think he was going to be walking off. The way he went down, the slow mos and all that, I thought he'd done something serious to his ankle. I thought he's not walking off. Seeing him walk off made me feel a bit better. It, it poetically, it's just horrible. Uh, mm -hmm. he got he got he got the minutes lead right. Most minutes played by a player for LAFC. They announced it all big news, and then he gets hurt. I mean, it's just a horrible, horrible situation all the way around. Uh, we're praying for a speedy recovery. They're saying that it's not that serious, but he left on crutches. Yeah, I was gonna say he's, yeah. there's a video of him like passing fans signing. And he's on crutches. I mean, the one maybe the one saving grace they didn't rush him to the hospital, right? They didn't think it was serious enough where they had to do that. They let him stay on for the rest of the game. Just, you know, watching it didn't force him to go to hospital. And so maybe that's something there. Uh, still scary as can be. Uh, he still looks injured. Pretty sure we're not going to see him against Columbus. We'll be lucky to see him against the Galaxy the way it looks. Be pretty miraculous. Uh, but we'll see, you know, praying for the guy, man. He's, he's, he's heart and soul for this club. No doubt about it. And our, and our minutes leader. So that's as hard and soul as it gets. So, mm -hmm. again, prayer to Latif, man. We just hope he gets better soon. For sure. For sure. Uh, beyond that, I think that was pretty much it for our, our angering, crazy first half. Yeah. Coming into the second half, we, all know, we always know about LAFC doing their thing and kind of taking these over and dominating. They kind of did. I mean... I don't think we can complain about the flow. We can't complain complain about the possession. We can't complain about attempts taken. They were taken. Uh, it's really hard to see outside of actually putting one in what was wrong until, of course, we got scored on. But actions, movements, substitutions seem to be in the right vein as to what we were doing. I thought B-Rod energized the team when he came in. Uh, he, he looked sharp. Yeah, I know at the end we didn't get what we needed from him, but he was energy. I thought he I thought he sparked the team when he came in. Most of the subs seemed to work the way they were supposed to work. Uh, could they have been in earlier? I think Fall's probably the one thing we said should have been earlier, but the one player should have been earlier. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, he came in, they tried to get the job done, they didn't. It ended poorly. Uh, Tony, let's talk about what happened in the 80th minute because that was kind of the – the backbreaking, well, not quite backbreaking. We weren't done yet fighting, but mm. the difference. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so 80th minute, 
Um, Fagunze, uh, Fagundes, mm-hmm. Fagundes, sorry, yeah, Fagundes ends up scoring. But so the whole breakdown is: Druzy finds him in open field in our half, and he has time to literally take it down the take it down the line, a, able to set up and put it right past uh, Max. He, Max had a beat on it, had a had some hands on it, but not enough to push it outside, and that puts us up two nil, or puts a, them up two two nil, and. It was kind of like a backbreaking moment. It fall again, still young and still doesn't know. He did the right movements in that. Maybe with a little bit more experience, he kind of shuts down the the spacing in between it. But overall, good shot. They they earned that one. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the two guys we talked about, right? It'd be trouble. Drusi was number one. Mm-hmm. Fagundes was the other. And on this play, you get an on-man rush with those two. Yeah. All bad things. Like, you, you were going to almost – and there was a third man in on that play. That was a scary part. They had a third option on that run. So, as a defender, the quick decision, do I take the pass, do I take the shot, right? It's a horrible place to be in because you're neither – you're really not in either place. You're stuck, okay? Mm-hmm. He hesitates a bit. Looks like he's gonna take the he's gonna take the pass to let Max make a step up and kind of get his angle a little bit better. But I think the decision was late, right? Not on Max's part. He's had to do his job, but he's kind of in between both because the hard decision wasn't made, you know. And 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 again, you're dead on the play. Those two, they should score. It's expected that they score in that play. You can't get mad at either one. It's a dead situation. We kind of played the lottery and pushed everybody up at the moment to get it in that moment. And it didn't work out. And they caught us on the counter. Simple. Bam. A hundred percent. We in hockey terms, pulled the goalie, pushed everyone up, tried, try to get the equalizer. They caught us on the counter. They're two best, two best players. And the third player that wasn't involved in that, but had a wonderful game coaching some wolf. Yeah. That would just that would just great all all game. He's got a lot of potential. As I was saying to you guys, checking his um salary, there is some room there that he should be getting paid more if he keeps playing like this. But with those two on two on one, they don't score. It's a miracle. Yeah, yeah. When it, when the break happened, I, I my heart sank. I knew I knew exactly how this was going to end. Max would have to do something completely insanely spectacular, and if Fagundes puts it where he wants it, it's going to be a goal. And he did. He decided to go near to, to hook it near, um, which you know not is not is not. It's kind of against the grain for for that kind of a player, but he did it because he knew it would work. And uh, yeah, now did we give up? Teams of old. Bob teams in the past, we've seen them give up after this, but our guys didn't give up. They got more angry and more driven to get back. And it paid off. And and our leader, supposed to be our leader, took charge and did do something about it. Right, Tony? Oh, 100%. He got a through ball perfectly. I feel like this was Vela of old, like younger Vela, because he was all over the game just before this play was like playing European style Vela, trapping the ball perfectly, 
like Joey and everything. But the goal that so the the play that we're talking about right now is literally he catches the ball, traps it, beelines it, does the right defender move of just passing, like kind of like pushing it to the side. Keeper tries to go in, or Scooter tries to go in, and bang bang play, penalty right on the point. They were trying to Austin's trying to argue that it wasn't a foul. It was like he got ball, all this, yada yada yada. But at the end of the day, you make contact, you make contact without touching the ball. It's in that box. It's going to most likely be a PK. We'll we'll talk about contact and stuff like that later on. But Costco puts it into the left, fastest third fastest to a hundred goals and hundred hundred goals and assist ever so let's just you know oh i guess it hit see i don't remember i was just excited um b said it hit the crossbar and went in i like i was just excited it was it was a post it was okay. a side he shanked the he barely scraped the post going in um, okay you couldn't hit any closer guys i mean really you're aiming for posts right sweet yeah. a little scary but he still got the goal, and that's all that matters. No one's going to stop it at that angle, you know. It not, on top of that goal, like I said, he he kind of leaned in. He was looking for the penalty. I mean, very obviously, that's what the plan mm-hmm. was. He's going to get the call. He got it. He's Carlos Vela. He knows how to do these things. You watch the replay. You could tell he was selling it, but he got it. Contact was kind of after he's already going down. We've seen those get overturned in the past, but I mean, it is minuscule to try to break that one apart. Take it. Move on. It's not like they weren't getting away with anything on the day. So, yeah, move on. Um, That wasn't the only breakaway he had, though, you know, where he was splitting these guys, which was impressive to see Vela splitting the defense in the 80-plus, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, which he was doing in this game. He had one where he he almost placed it in the upper corner from distance where he broke through. Uh, That one, you know, any other time he probably hangs it. And In this case, he, he pretty much pummeled the Black Army. (laughs) that's the post uh but man that thing had some speed on it It was pretty impressive just too bad it wasn't on net because it was a good attempt good attempt um bam impressions of vela i mean he did step up right he did he stepped up a lot um this isn't the vela from last year isn't the vela from the year before it's season one vela it's vela coming here making a point and i like to see it this is a Vela that I want to see day in, day out, every game. Not afraid to be the provider. Not afraid to, to sacrifice getting a goal for the sake of the cause. This is a guy we need. And if he does need to step up and try to get one, you saw what he did in this game. He put the work in. He earned it. He definitely earned it. We just didn't get the result. But he earned it, for sure. That brings us to the 88th minute, which is the controversial moment that everyone's talking about. Uh, that man should have happened, should have happened. I think especially after watching Colorado get two on us in quick succession, why can't we get the same thing? Um, break it down, Tony. The only <laughs> why? Okay, I feel like we're we're the MLS poster for MLS Pro, MLS re- like literally releasing this not even this usually they wait like a day or so to release like the video like was this a penalty kick or was it it was an hour maybe less than after the game was over that they released this video of was this a penalty or not a penalty so palacio is in the box he, he gets the ball he gets the ball passed to him he turns it and there is contact on the ball 
again, is it a penalty or is it not? I, it's up to you. It seemed to me it was, but consistency is that's all I want is, is pretty much consistency. It doesn't matter if it, if we get it or don't. Well, it matters at the end of the scoreline. Yes, it does. But all I want consistency from these refs is when there is contact and we've had these before, we're against us and we get called. But when it comes to us, we don't. I just want a consistent call that I know I'm 100%. If that happens, it's a PK, 100%. They again, VR took out too too long. We were literally yelling at the ref to look at it because it's one of those things is you have to look at this. You yeah. it's there's it's such a bang bang play. You have to look at this and move forward with it. And he took a while, even to the Austin fans, like pretty much like or not the Austin fans, the Austin players literally walked up trying to like, I don't know what they were trying to do during that VR. That was funny. And it, yeah, it was. And it showed also um me, me and Sakina were talking about this. I was like who would you want as captain if it, got, it was relinquished of the band? And I say Ilya because he has traits of being a good captain. And you saw that in that VAR lookup because he went right straightly to pushing the Austin players, like, get the hell out. You don't need to be here and, like, controlling the situation. Ilya and Max, clearly the, the on-field leaders, I think that's pretty obvious in terms of, of heart and soul and pushing guys to to do better, be better. Um, fellow leads by example, right? By playing, but those guys are, are vocal, you know, and you could see in this moment, Ilya is just, yeah, next, next level in terms of leadership. So it happens. He gets spun on the play. His leg does get clipped. There's no question contact happened in the box. And if contact happens in the box on a guy making a spin move, yeah, penalty, right? It seems pretty obvious. Um, pro of course will explain it away like they always do, but that's how pro is. Uh, bam, your impression on that? You were watching this game live. You were getting the replays in real time today. VAR should not take that long. Plain and simple. VAR should not take that long. You look at that, you see contact on the body with no ball. It's a foul. Don't care what where you are in the world, that's a foul. The fact that they're trying to explain why it wasn't all that, it's irrelevant. You look at the laws of the game, you look at what happened, it is a foul, plain and simple. The fact that VAR took so long was ridiculous, in my my opinion. If he does that foul at the top of the – at the center circle, right? Play in the middle. Clip a guy, hits the ground. What do you call? Foul. 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 Plain and okay. simple. So why does it change of importance if it's on that part of the field? Why? Because there's consequences. That shouldn't work that way. A call is a call. A foul is a foul. But MLS is going to MLS, you know? And you look at twos, taking it back to the MLS isn't Europe, all that kind of stuff. Still trying to grow the MLS in America. Wouldn't you want higher scoring games? Wouldn't you want to get, to get the white-collar, non-soccer-following American to watch the game more. They want highest-running games. They don't want nil-nils, one-ones, all that kind of stuff. They want to see the three-twos, three-nils, all that kind of stuff. Give the advantage to the attackers more. And also not reward guys that are playing negative football, right? 
Mm-hmm. You don't reward the guys that are hacking players. You reward the guys that are trying to be creative and doing a spin move in the box, trying to create a play. People don't come to the games to watch zero zeros, right? Come to the games to watch the skilled players do what they do. The beautiful goals, the touch play, the transition, the movement, what makes our game beautiful. They don't watch to see a guy clip another player. They're not in it for that. So another fail by the league, but we're kind of used to that in pro. I'll say pro more than the league pro. Uh, But, you know, they're going to protect their own. That's what they do. Clearly, it gets them to go to a World Cup. So why change? Why change? All right. Let me get it to you guys. Get the comments in there. I know you got a bunch of them out there. So let's get into this mix here. Throwing all the way back. Yeah, Tony. I was going to say, there's one thing I have to say, and it's just like, we have to, we have to talk about this. It is just Janela. Janela looked lost the whole game. Like he looked like a deer in the headlights. And I am, I'm not one to bash a player and I hope he gets better. But in this game, if you saw him, he, his, his face looked like he was lost half the time. He didn't know where he was going to go the next move. And I love the dude and I want him to succeed. Not because how much we're paying, not because just because I want our players to succeed, but he just looked lost. He we, we saw it against Colorado. He cannot be relied upon to anchor the mid. He just can't be. If he's the support mid, maybe. But still, we have others that are better and probably academy players at this point that are probably going to be better. He just doesn't he doesn't have the composure. Uh it it stinks. It does. We we were surprised he saw the field in this game, to be honest. I think we said it in the, in the preview for this. Like, we don't expect him to see the field today, and there he goes. He's in there. And they're like, mm. once again, once again. Uh, Bam, do you want to throw your two cents onto Janela? Because I've thrown enough, I think. Look, to me, he needs to go to Vegas for a couple of games. Go there for – not as – I don't want it to sound like he's bad. He's got to go there because that's where he belongs. He needs confidence. He's not playing with confidence right now. If he's playing with confidence, he he can be a great midfielder. But at the moment, he doesn't have that confidence. Go to Vegas for a couple of games. Get that confidence back. Get the playing time under your belt. Come back and prove to everyone you deserve to be in LAFC, starting 11. I like it. I mean, look at Bryce Duke last year, right? He got his time in Vegas. He built up his confidence, and he earned his way back up. And now he's in Miami actually getting good minutes. Like, see what happens? Sometimes you just have to be the guy that leads. And at that level, Janela has a chance to lead. He's not going to do it here. He's clearly not going to do it here. So, yeah. All <laughs> it's rough. It's definitely rough. All right, let's throw it to the to the, to the crew because I already see some comments that that we definitely need to cover, especially with the lineup choices on the day and the options we had because of injuries. So good on you guys for bringing that up. Great place to talk about it here. So we have uh, D Velez eighty six. Welcome to the show, sir. Uh, it says we can't keep sacrificing Acosta to play as a defender. The midfield missed him, and we need that Janela part of our history post. There it is. Uh, so, yeah, so Acosta, real talk. If you don't have Ilya playing that role, Acosta's played that. He's done it in Colorado. He's done it with the national team that dropped role. He could do that. But 
who's going to play right back. And that's the big, the big, the big issue. It can't be Latif. We've already known what Latif does there. It can't be Latif. It's just not a viable option. What's funny in the lineup card, like when they were revealing the lineup, they showed Mario playing as a right back. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's done that in Columbia, right? He's done that in Columbia. And so when I first saw the lineup card, which was bunk in the first place, oh, oh, okay. Mario might be over there. And I'm like, well, maybe that's the experiment today. We'll see, you know. Uh, obviously, that's not how it turned out. Uh, it quickly changed. And, yeah, Acosta missing from the midfield, it, it does kill. It kill, kills our options. I agree with you on that. Uh, but desperation calls for desperate moves, I guess. I, uh, bam, your take. Again, like, look at the, the lineup cards and to what um, – Foot mob had out there. They had Ily in, in defense on foot mob. Like, this is him as a defender. You sit there and go, really? To me, it was the biggest thing about the lineup was four wasn't starting. That going first 30 minutes, having six corners, that's where you needed someone like four. The young spring jumping defender that can get up there and score goals with their heads right That's- and you know maybe they're reserving him energy wise they think that he needs he needs a rest a little bit of a rest maybe that was a thought but man it cost us in this one it did yeah. look if he needs a rest that's fine but just seeing that so many corners without him out there it hurt and it hurt us on the scoreboard as well it's just yes i I'll admit I'm Fall's biggest fanboy. Like I'll back him to the hill and back. I'll happily do that. Call, call me out on it. I'll happily take it. <laughs> but looking at this game, you cannot tell me that not having Fall there didn't hurt us. Yeah. Again, I was figuring Columbus was going to be our ugly rotation game, and it was this one. Uh, okay. You know, uh, not not happy. You know, we're playing at home. We got to defend your defend your house. Uh, it didn't happen. He came in too late, right? First half kind of dictated things, uh, and didn't work out. Bellas had another interesting comment. So I'm gonna throw that up there. He says we need a midfielder, some someone creative that can step up and create chances in tough games like this. Sifu and Janela are not cutting it, and I think we mentioned that Sifu is kind of on the block, right? That central attacking mid, somewhere in the mid, you need a creative player, and that's got to be the target because you got you got the perfect holding mid. You have a Costa for set pieces and distribution, right? But you need a guy that creates something out of there, and we're relying on Sifu to do it. He's a young guy. Is he going to do it week in and week out? Can he consistently do it week out, week in and week out? We haven't quite seen that yet from him. We've seen some moments, but every match, no, we haven't seen it yet. So you need someone... Because if you're in win-now mode, as Velez says, we need somebody there. So I agree, man, 100% on that one. I think consensus, right, Tony? You're, you're in agreement with that? Yeah. Like I said, like they talked about what most likely the GP is going to be an attacker. And looking at it, most likely it's going to be a midfielder because up front we don't really need anything. We just need them to be firing on cylinders. But in our midfield, we're pretty low. Um, after... It's Sifu, uh, Ilya, and Acosta, and after that, there's a, as you saw, there's a drop off a little bit, you know. 
control wise and stuff like that besides blessing but blessing's always there but he's our utility player so we can see him anywhere but at the moment we there's a drop off after our starting lineup agreed agreed and now with blessing potentially being on the mend even more so all right luis m oroyo has got something to say he says it's our defense again i have to call it jesus morillo on both goals first goal should have kicked the ball into the side not trying to go to the goalie corner and goal came after um yeah i mean we've had our say about him a million times over um there's more liability than any you know we, we've seen his moments the ups and downs but he's yet to have a consistent season where he's you know doing it all the way through uh, you're right on that um still cheeky owns that first one man I mean, he had he had possession he had the option and he just didn't he didn't do it so, yeah, uh, tough stuff for sure. Uh, Oroyo, second goal, Mario could have stayed back a bit longer instead of going for the ball at the midfield, leaving the back empty. Yeah, the, he pinched. He pinched, he gambled, and he lost. Right, right, Bam? You're talking yeah. hockey stuff. Yeah, exactly. But at that time, looking at it, we needed to do that. I'll, I'm happy losing 2-0 if we doing doing that and trying to push for for the equalizer goal that earlier on we we needed to do that it's if it put if it worked and we scored everyone would be raving about it but because it didn't work and we copped a goal everyone's going oh it's a bad move you gotta look at it in in both ways yes we copped a goal could have stayed back longer maybe but to me at the time we were pushing for the equalizer Everyone was pushing up. We had to do something. Taking risks. Taking risks, for sure. Uh, Marie, and Arroyo says, Mr. Arroyo says, I love Maria, but he has had some issues in judgment on the back line. We ended up conceding goals. I'll, I I, still haven't forgiven him for what he did in Carson. I probably never will. Uh, that will always be in the back of my head every time we go to that, that stadium because it's just the unforgivable, right? For sure. Tony? I was gonna say he can be forgiven if he scores against Carson and we win. That's the only way he'll be forgiven for that. Redemption. Redemption. There you go. Wolf in the house. Welcome, Wolf. And as as Luis Oro says, in, in his case, in all of our cases, we support all the way. Get the win against Columbus. Wins, support, accountability required. With you, man. With you for sure. Beast is in the house. Hello, Beast. Uh, it says, I don't care what anyone says. Cheeky got fouled in the box. Should have been a penalty. Those refs are not not all, but some are just trash. Yeah, very amateur hour. This guy had no control of the game. That's the truth. Uh, good stuff, man. Q Cardi, first half is what is killing us. We can't finish a game attacking all we want, but we have to score. All three losses came like that, including the tie with Portland. Yeah, I mean, the object of this game is to score more than the other guys, but also... In this sport, usually the first guy wins. First guy to score wins. That's football. That's the natural order of things. You don't concede first. You can't do it. If you do this in the playoffs, it's going to be an early exit. Guaranteed. Yeah. I, I don't know why we can't get a good first half in. How many good first halves have we seen, guys? Honestly. Bam, you, can you think of any... Quality, quality first halves that we've seen from this side. Not really. Like this game, we played decent. Couple of brain fades is all that really cost us. Was it our best we ever played? No. Have we really had a 
great first half this season? No. Why? I can't tell you. But we always seem to the middle parts of the game are always our best. Yeah. And, and it's got to get better. I get it. We adjust well in the second half. Great. Brilliant. What if we played well in the first and adjusted even better in the second? Can we get that? Let's try it. Really. Find a way. Find a way. Um, we had no choice. We got to do it in Columbus with whatever lineup we got left. I know there's some guys missing, but here we go again. I mean, the last thing we want to do, guys, is to be four losses in a row because we couldn't get it straight. The next two games are high risk. Do you really want to have that on your heads? I don't think so. You got to turn it around. Uh, well, looking forward, Beast, he said he gives credit to Austin. Uh, is Owen, Owen Wolf. Uh, yeah, 17 year old's amazing. Uh, definitely looking like a future national player, just like his dad. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, yes. So Latif did go on IG, said sorry to the fans. Um, he cares. You're right. He cares. LV7 cares. We know that. And you know how connected he is with the fans. So uh, having him jump on IG to kind of, I think, uh, reassure us a little bit, right? Not talking about his injury, talking about the results and focusing forward is good things. Uh, I like this from Beast. B-Rod definitely lived up to his nickname of Raito. Man, he was all over the place once he came in. The spark was there. You are correct, sir. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to move up forward here. Oh, <laughs> can we go out for Cabasita now? Seems like we need creators and goal scorers all of a sudden. I thought Chicho had solved that, but something is going on with him. He needs to get his mojo back. He needs service. Like, he needs proper service. He's not getting it. I think that's the issue is, is he's not always going to create for himself. There were moments he was battling. He was, he's a warrior, I, I, but he just needs, he needs someone to spring him. That's what he's got to get. We just don't have that guy yet. And you can't rely on, on Vela pulling back to do it all the time. You know, there were plays where he was where Vela was at half line, everyone else was pulled up like he's way back there. And you're like, wait a minute. Is this really the guy that needs to be doing this? Or there needs to be another guy there. So he's up as a target. That's the guy missing, guys. Uh Ox, our guys still have a problem with shooting when open. Always looking for the pass, end up losing the ball in the box. Lately, I mean, we've had some decent shots from outside of the box right this season. There's been some good ones. In this one, they didn't have the lanes. They really didn't have the opening. Uh, you got to give credit to Austin for shifting as well as they did. Uh, they weren't giving up that open, that open shot at the top of the box. Everything was contested at the top of the box. They knew exactly where to be to prevent that from happening. You got to give them credit for the adjustment. Bam's nodding. You're right. I mean, you mentioned this earlier about, about their setup. Exactly. Um, also found one thing that I noticed a lot this game. Opoku looking for Vela and only Vela. Mm. I found he, if he couldn't pass it to Vela, he was holding the ball a little bit too long. I find if Opoku could find Chicho a little bit more, might help him. But I found that Opoku was just looking for Vela for most of the game. Yeah, almost almost academy esque in terms of the approach. Like this is what I have to do. This is my very rigid. Um, or he would go on dribbling journeys, right? I'm taking everybody, and then it just didn't it didn't quite work out. Uh, if he breaks one of those guys, then we love him forever because he just did something that's going to get on a goal of the week. Um, but most times those don't happen, um, and so yeah, still love him. 
Still love his game. Don't want to ruin it for him there. But, yeah, definitely got to keep the head up, right? Agreed. Uh, Ox, uh, or they have amazing buildups, just end up not shooting, lose the ball when the shot was clear. Yeah, I mean, it, again, no time. They didn't get a lot of time for those setups. Uh, Roberto Spinoza is in the house. <laughs> LACBs, they're just convincing themselves, makes them a classless that's the second time this season they have to explain why LAC didn't deserve a PK. Yeah, pro is pro is not pro. We know that. They're pro at producing videos, though. Bang up job. Bang up job. Uh Vela's back into it. Says Ilya needs to be the captain, shows up every game. Yep, yep, yep. Facts, no contact on the ball, straight to Cheeky's foot. Clear foul should have been a penalty. Yeah. Hard truths. Hard truths. I'm going to go forward here. Talked about Janela already. So we're going to keep moving from Janela. <laughs> Marvin Chavez, a high salary senior player, doesn't go to Las Vegas lights. It's also devalues his worth. Playing bad devalues it even more. Um, who's going to, you know, if that guy's exposed, I mean, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Maybe a little bit of time down there would help. Moving on. Okay, get off my lawn. Says the team is working too hard to not have favorable results. We hold the ball too long, pass too much. All the pressure is lost. Where are our strikers? You know, the through pass. Our strikers are playing midfield at times. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, playing way too deep, and then the guy need to be a target is actually the guy that's playing distributor, and we have a problem with this, right? If Vela's that far back, that means we have one less that's a target up front to finish. And his job is to do that as well. Can't be in two places at once. Something's got to give. And we got room. We've got room. We got salary cap room, too. Obviously, we saw that news come out as well. So time to spend that dough. Get us a guy that can change things. Bruno Spinoza, I'm thinking B-Rod is actually playing for the badge, which is nice. Yeah, I think his focus has changed. That's for sure. Uh, he was sacrificing body in this. He was willing to take the hits. He looked angry at times, which we need from him. Definitely was worried a lot less about his hair and his look than the football, which, again, maturity, man. Maturity. It's working. It's working. Uh, Tony, I'll throw it to you. You were watching him. It's pretty pretty exciting, right, for the few minutes that we got from him in this one. No, oh, 100%. I, I, like I said, I want all of them to succeed and give to the full potential, and B-Rod was – doing everything he can to get us back into this game. Now, um, scoring-wise, again, that's going to be – he's back from recovery, so hopefully that the spark is just a lead-up to more of a lightning. Ends in point Raito, but, yeah, let's uh, – I'm I'm glad to have him back. I'm glad to have another option. I'm glad to maybe have we put him in the midfield spot at this point, you know? Oh, yeah, and 4 one 4 one setup, and he's outside on the left. Could be some fun there, guys. A little more room. You coming at you with that much more speed? Yeah, talk about lightning. Now he's coming at you with pace. Like, forget it. Dude, he is so hard to dispossess. It's it's fun to watch. It really is. Um, yeah, I was happy with what he was doing out there. It didn't turn out, you know, at the end of the day we got the result. But coming back from the injury he did have, to have him come out in the first match like that, the hunger, looking up that's for sure right bam a hundred percent and I'm, I'm gonna throw it back Th these 
his reality check he got after going to Europe has changed him. Yeah. Him, him before he went to Europe to now, completely different players, different, completely different mindset. He needed that, I'm going to call it what it is, that failure in Spain to put him to how he is, plain and simple. Gut check, right? Yeah. 100%, 100%. The thinking you're everything, you're the God's gift to football, going there and getting put on your ass in your place, then going, coming back and going, I screwed up hard. Yeah. I need to prove to the club, the fans, everyone that I am as good as I think I am. He is, he's, he's done it to me so far. He's come back completely different playing not just for him, but for the badge and for the fans makes him a hell of a lot better player. Yeah. And you see it, you do see it. He's, he's a squad man now. He's, 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 the the sale is there. He's not looking to leave right away. It doesn't have that vibe unless somehow we get a crazy deal, which there were rumors that a league and Mackey team was looking at him. I don't know if you guys saw that it was floating around on Twitter um, that a team was apparently pursuing him. Um, look it up. I think I retweeted it under the, under the heart of LAFC account. I kid you not, but uh, yeah, there was one team that apparently was linked to him. So, I don't know. That's just some funny stuff. Liga Mekis would fit him well, though, uh, if that were the case. But I don't think that's what what we're at right now. I think uh, I think other so to Marvin Chavez. He's he's playing to get into the World Cup with Uruguay, but good for him. Hope he gets in again. He plays well. He gets the look right, Marvin. We all win. We all win if you, if that's where he heads. You know something's going right. So good on that. Uh, Q Cardi Di Maria. Could you imagine? That would be fun. We'll take him. That would be a beautiful thing. Could we afford him? Wow, DP contract. You can afford anything. So uh, clearly we'd be the number one salary uh, salary team in the league. But yeah, I'm game. I'm game. Uh, Roberto Espinoza, any news on Segura coming back? Any day now. I think that's the, the only thing we're getting is, is he's in training. He's doing what he's got to do. It's soon. It's soon. We know that for certain, very soon. So, uh, do we know exact times? Could it be this weekend? Could it be against the Galaxy? That would be crazy. Um, probably the game after that. Maybe San Jose could be the the game back. I think that would be the legitimate target. Would be San Jose. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Velez, the whole stadium was lit after the Vela goal. Ending was insane. We just ran out of time, right? We ran out of time. We made a mistake. They got a second. Got one back. We ran out of time. Don't mess up early. You don't have to worry about that. Simple. Ox, we got this. Yeah. Learn from your mistakes and we got this. Don't learn from your mistakes and you're doomed to repeat the same issues. So, uh, again, biggest issue for us, guys, reality is health of the lineup. We got a lot of guys missing. We got to get him back to health. And that's the big, the big sticking point right now for us. Uh, the guys relying on right back weren't there. I mean, how bad luck is that that both of the guys you bring in this year to play that role aren't available? That's a big change. Uh, midfield gets sacrificed in the in the process. 
We've got defenders not 100%. They need to get healthy, and it's hard with so many games in such a short amount of time. It's not an excuse. It's just a tough reality check. That's for sure. All right. Before we transition into, again, thank you guys for for the comments. It's been awesome. Keep doing it. We've got another chance for you to jump on as well. So uh, don't hesitate because uh, we're going to have you guys come on again. All right. So as we always transition from one game to the next, we go to our Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute and select an album from our former opponent. Uh, the thought is find an artist from their town and go from there and find something that stands out usually to me or the boys they were like that artist is cool cool he comes from that town let's throw it out there so for me we got to go to austin for this one i know i gotta talk about austin more uh i'm choosing gary clark jr yeah gary clark jr uh the album would be black and blue from 2012 uh big songs that sound to me that i like a lot uh bright lights and when my train pulls in check it out it's awesome stuff uh Again, if you want to see somebody truly master what you should be doing with a guitar, that's the album to uh, listen to. Uh, it's absolutely awesome music. So check it out. Again, Gary Clark Jr., Black and Blue, 2012. Bam's nodding his head like, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah, cool. It is. It is. It is. Let's move on, though. Let's get to the football because that's why you're all here. I'm going to do a music pod, a new music pod, but this is a football pod, so we'll keep on going. All right, we're leading into Columbus. Columbus has played 11 games so far. They got three wins, four draws, and four losses. Sitting in 10th on their end of the table. Not looking like a great year. Got a great stadium, though. I got to give them credit for that. But not looking so great. Bam, how have things been going lately for them? We see the record. Is it going all bad, or is there a little bit of good to look at? Uh, so far, this, the last three games, they've had a 2-2 draw with the Revs, a 3-0 win over DC, but then again, it is DC. And their last game was a 2-0 loss away to the homeless New York City FC. The baseball stadium. Okay. With the with the the, the vinyl uh, <laughs> the vinyl championship banner. Yeah. That's made it Kinko's yeah. if Kinko still existed. Uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, so I watched that game. I know you were watching it as well. I was watching it going just, I'm going to enjoy this. This If we're healthy, we're going to enjoy this game because they were a mess against New York City FC, right? And was I wrong in this? It, it was bad, right? The, that second goal was... It's hard to explain that second goal. It was chip over the defense inside their own half with a free player running into the attacking half. And it was how he got past two defenders with no one on his tail. I have no idea how. And it was just a beautiful goal. Because he is that. who he is. It was Castellanos, right, that did that? Yeah, yeah. Castellanos. Yeah. So anyway, he's doing stuff that you pretty much only get to do on FIFA, right? Like that was that thing looked like a video game goal. It was just too perfect. You can't hit it that well, man. It's just but he does because he is who he is. Uh made him look like fools. And and in truth, this game could have been four or five nil. Um, that's how bad they got torn apart by New York City FC. So for us, we gotta we gotta take a little bit of that. Like, hey, you know what? Like, I know they were playing on a postage stamp, legit. 
but yeah, man, they could definitely, uh, <laughs> yeah, could play a lot better than what they did. Now, Tony, sounds like I bring it to you. Good, bad, ugly. Throw it out there for Columbus, man. They're not doing the hottest again, 10th in the East. So it's up to them. They, they're not the old Columbus of 2000, uh, two years ago where they won the cup. But uh, Lucas is their biggest chance, and that's so good for them. Um, but and then it gets just it gets just bad after this. Um, ranked ninth in go- in goals conceded per match at one point two, and ranked eleventh in goal scored per match at one point four. So they're not scoring, and they're not, and they're letting more goals in as well. So again, we are not the best at the moment. So don't look at them like un like overlook them at the moment so this is what we have to f- play against and just remember that well we're playing a wounded animal playing at home desperate to get a result because now they're they got they got more negatives and positives in there they still have a, a skilled team a capable team they're just not performing right now uh that that's the reality they're well coached we know this guy um He's notoriously been trouble for us in the way he approaches our side under Bob, of course. Uh, but they play a little different now. Um, instead of playing that four, two, three, one boring game, they've now tried to break out a little bit more and, and they have hurt some teams already this year with this, but basically they play more of a four, three, three, uh, definitely rely on wing, uh, wing play, uh, getting past, past them. And of course, looking to Zella Ryan to be the guy as always. And, you know, as Columbus goes, is how Zellerion goes. If he has a good day, they have a good day. If he has a bad day and gets bottled up, not there's no solutions. If he's in, we can be in trouble. He's the guy that can hurt you. So looking at the lineup, they've got Broom and goal. He's the guy, and he's very good goalkeeper, but his defense ain't the greatest. Uh, the back line, uh, last time they had Moreta at right back. They had Mensa and Williams at the center back role uh santos on the left back role and he does have a tendency to go on on walks you could say um he'll he'll definitely pull up and create problems uh on overlaps so you got to watch out for him uh darlington nagney is in the mid you have uh de lima as as your central mid and they had ibikembe man i hope i pronounced his name right he's over on the left mid uh left center mid up top, you have Etienne, who can be very deadly at times. Trust me on this. Uh, you better take him serious. Uh, Barry in the center and Zella Ryan on the left. That's what their last lineup looked like. Uh, looking at past lineups from the game before that, not much difference. Uh, I think they had Morris playing in his left mid instead. So maybe there's some movement there. Also, Yaboa could be an option as right wing. That's what we have. Uh, but if Zella Ryan's healthy and ready to go, which he looks like he definitely is, he has had some issues early this year with a little bit of knocks. Uh, if he's in the mix, then we got a deal and we got a battle because um, he is the story. It's all going to go through him, guys. That That's what they do. He'll hit the free kicks. He'll hit corners if necessary. He'll do anything. He's, he's the leader. So that's the lineup. Who might we see as well from the bench? Like I said, the Yaboa Etienne switch out is definitely capable capable. Um, Hurtado might get some play. Aniababa might get some play in the back line. 
uh, Sands on the back line as well. We could see them. But, yeah, other than that, I expect room to start. Bam? Um, just looking at some of the other players too, like Marlis Yedinak, their uh, centre-back, He, if he plays, he's something to definitely watch for. Is he available for this one? Looking good? Yeah, he, he was on the bench in the last game. Um, he's a good player. Uh, he's represented Australia as well, so he's definitely one to look out for. He's a quite tall centre-back. Ooh. I hope not tall and fast like Glessness was because that guy scared the heck out of us for Philly. Uh, I don't think he's that quick. That guy's special. But, uh, yeah, I mean, really, it's the counterattack game, right? Once again, we're going to play a team that's going to absorb us, try to counter us, try to catch us on the outsides, maybe maybe uh, catch our wings pulling up, right, our, our wing backs because we like to play that style where we're always on the overlap. And, and that's what they're going to do. Thing is with Zella Ryan, though, he could pick a guy out from 35 yards and hit him. Uh, so you've got to be very, very careful. Ilya is going to have a busy day in the mid. No doubt about that. We need all hands on deck if we can get them healthy. That is for certain. Um, and that's really going to be our story. Looking at our side and what we're doing, uh, oh, I should probably say, Talking about the impact of Zella Ryan, almost forgot to mention this. He's got four goals and three assists. So number one in scoring, number two in assist. Etienne, interesting, three goals and four assists. Pick your poison, guys. Uh, beyond that, I think Barry's got two goals. <laughs> Nagby's got two from where he's playing at. Interesting. Uh, Lineup-wise, pretty consistent. Pretty consistent, but uh, we'll see what happens here. Again, Zilla Ryan's the story for us, though. It's, again, who's in, who's out, who's on the injury list. It's really going to dictate what we can do in this next match. Uh, Bam, looking at the lineup, who's in and who's out for this week? For us this week, because um, I haven't actually announced the um, ins and outs, like the injury list and all that. So, again, I'm going to say Segura is going to be out. Junes and Gaines will be out. Blessing will be out. If if they don't sit him for this, um, something's going on to me. Leave him after that. Even if he says he's fit, just leave him in LA. Let him stay in LA, rest for this game. Um, as for that, obviously B-Rod's back, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I hope um, Tadjuri Shardy's back for us, so it'll be interesting to see if who the questionable ones are. Yeah, so Tajiri Shradi was rated for late May return. What that means, I'm not so sure. It's late May. It's 19th. Late enough for May. Uh, could be later. The other thing that scares me, when you look at the list of injured players, both Escobar and Hollingshead for their rated return, Escobar's rated as a June 2022 return. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading, I hope I'm inaccurate in what I'm finding on the source here, but and Hollings it also says late June knee injury. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing as well. But I am seeing early June for Segura. Yeah, that keeps changing though. Yeah. Because it did say it said mid-May only a few weeks ago. <laughs> so we don't know. Uh we we can't I'm still they could just be playing games with those lists too, you know? So it, it does bring the big question when you look at the lineup is what are we going to do at right back? That is going to be 
the thing that's going to haunt us here. What do we do at right back? Blessing's not an option now. Very obvious with the next two games. It'd be a miracle for him to get back in lineup after what we saw. So is it Acosta again? Are we going to test Mario on the outside? Could that be the story that he goes back to what he was doing in Colombia? Right? He's done it before. Yeah. Or do we just end up swapping a center back and putting a center back there? Is that what we do? Do we just put Ibiago four there? It's one of the things where it's like, just keep changing as you go. Or could it be where we actually switch things up and play that that five three two that we've seen in the past? Not under not, not under Dolo, but we have seen it. Three center backs is the decision to make, and wing backs that have a little more liberty because you have the three center backs in place and you run with it. At that point, you could get kind of funky with with that right wing back, right? Doesn't have to be that that guy is going to be absolutely perfect defending because you have three center backs in place. Would this be something that we would risk? Obviously, you know where where, where our left wing back would be. I mean, it's probably better for him to have a center back behind him. We have enough center backs to play with at this point. They're there. We're good there. It's it's interesting. Really interesting to see what we're gonna do. Uh, because that's that's where we're in trouble. The mid again. It's up in the air unless Acosta plays in the mid. Blessing's no longer an option. So do you have many choices here? <laughs> Bam. Mid, you're going to have to go thinking Acosta's right right back, just putting that on. If we're going mid, we've only got three options. Seafood, yeah. Ilya, Janela. Well, that's that's where you're at, right? I mean, if you go four one four one, B Rod goes in the mid at this point, right? Yep. Or do we see a blast from the past and have Christos Domo come up from Vegas? That ain't happening. That ain't happening. No way. No way. Does a kid get a chance? We have one waiting for a debut still, right? Far, far away in a far off land, he gets the chance to play. Could it happen? So it's very difficult. And up top, of course, I don't think there's much debate on that one, right? You'd see Chicho. You'd, well, maybe, right? Um, I think we've learned <laughs> it'll be Chicho. Uh, you got Vela, and the battle is between Apoco and Rodriguez now. Right. Yeah. Uh, w- unless you put be right in the mid, so it's fella teacher a poke poke up top. Be right in the mid. Well, that would be interesting. Do you think defensively he would be a liability if he did that? Slight one, but. Looking at what we're going for at the moment, try something. I can't help but think that B Rod starts in this game just because. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I can see him start. You could even a poker in the mid. 
yeah. I mean, if you're playing, if you do the four one four one, you can see a Poku do that. It would make kind of obvious, right? And your targets Arango. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be again tough decisions. We don't get paid to make, <laughs> right? Uh, and we know that it's gonna be a rough lineup no matter what we do because of key players missing. Who thought that both of our right backs would be toast at this point? That was out of nowhere, man. Out of nowhere. Um, and they're going to be out for a while, apparently. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, center back pairing for this match. What do we go with? Tony, I'll leave with Tony. What do you got, man? I want to fall Mario, but the other option is Ibaga. It, it's such a so difficult to because the only one that's actually performing there is fall 100% we can all agree with that in the in the fullback is in like the center is going to be that but the other two one is making mistakes consistently the other one makes somewhat of a mistake consistently I don't know it's it's one of those two <laughs> Tough times. Watch him throw us all out of the out of whack. He plays a four four two, right? Goes with the four four two. Standardized. Acosta is in the back. Uh, he puts Janela and Ilya to swallow things up in the midfield. Play both deep, right? And then you just let B Rod on the left go flying, and Sifuentes go flying out on the right side. Do their thing, right? Up up top, it's just Chicho and Vela waiting for it. Could be. Could be. I was just thinking with our lack of right back, do a three five two, three center backs. Could be. That's a way old school. I haven't heard that in like forever ago. I mean, there were times where it looked like that last year with the wing backs never coming back. So <laughs> just it's really interesting to 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 just he's got a platoon at this point. Now, next big question, does Henry get a start? He warmed him up last game. He did look like he was he was on his, you know, I, I, he he almost he almost featured. I, I'm thinking no. Um as a sub maybe. If if we'd beaten Austin, I could see him starting this game. Right. But because we didn't beat Austin, I don't see him starting. No. Nah. Yeah. Uh- I'll counter that just because I'll say he starts just, and I'll say that just because we said that about Janela a while ago, saying that we totally forgot about him in the midfield and he started against Colorado. Boy, oh boy. So watch it be Mario Fall and Henry to start, and Ibiaga comes in for Henry to split time. Uh, right? Three center backs. There's your three center backs, right? And he runs with it. Uh, and then, yeah, the five mid, I guess, have fun with that, right? Sifuentes and, uh, well, yeah, maybe. Palacios on that outside doing his thing. And your three in the middle, obviously, going to be Janela, Ilya, and uh, uh, oh, we'll see. It gets it. It gets it real funky, and they make uh, they make Vela central attacking midfield for fun. <laughs> Stranger things have happened, right? 
So I, <laughs> you, you just see the, uh, you see him walking into the um, change rooms. There's four balls, got balls with the defenders, balls with attackers, and attacking positions, defending positions. Pick a ball, pick a position. That's where you are. It's like Sunday league. We got all the cards laying on the grass, man. <laughs> you're there. You're there. Cool. Let's go. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. Tough decisions to make. That's for sure. Because we have it a is. glaring hole on the right side. I um, don't feel for dollar right now. I don't want to be yeah. a dollar having to make these decisions. It's a no it's, win. It, out of yeah. his hands. It, all, all injury based. So you can't really say, why is this person playing when they're playing like bad? It's like he's playing because we don't have the players to change him with. And in three days, you have a rivalry match. So then you got to think about limiting minutes too. Boom. What do you do? What do you do? Very difficult. Which is where the, gonna... the, the Henry thing kicks in, right? Yeah. And just looking at who the referee is going to be, which is Victor Rivas. Okay. This season, he's done eight games with only one team winning as a way team zero draws and seven home teams winning all time lafc has never won with him as a ref and columbus has never won with him as a ref and they've never beaten us they've never beaten us i said it tony i'm sorry <laughs> i know you didn't want me to say it but i said it anyway whatever that particle board mess is that i have next to me right here uh, uh, boy again everything's gonna be new this week again guys <laughs> let's steal one on the road in a beautiful stadium exactly, exactly. you're gonna break these curses somehow just when you think they're down right they come back again yeah, someone's yeah. gonna step up that's for sure. Yeah. The other big things with this referee is this year alone, he's averaging 26.13 fouls per game, 4.25 yellows, and 0.63 reds. So, so I, I think there might be a red this game. I don't like that color because it's usually against the away team. But oh. Yeah, so that's just some stuff to think about too. Out of the eight games he's done this season – as a head official, that's some of the. <laughs> Again, trouble, man, trouble. Um, but the amount of yellow cards and fouls tells me that at least he calls the darn game, right? No shenanigans. They got Nagby out there. We need somebody to take it, take it on. Um, we'll see. It's gonna, again, they're going to bruise us up as best they can, and we got to give it back. And they will definitely be blocking us, right, and looking for the counter. It's scary they know Zella Ryan likes to fade out to the left side, and well, that's our right back situation. So he actually fades in the place where we're we're debating right now. That's a little scary. A little scary. So oof. Let's take it to the rest of the crew. What are they? Well, yeah, let's do it. Let's see. Where are you guys at? Where are your heads at? Because as you can see here, we've got a million different ways to look at this thing because it's all all tough decisions to to make. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I like Roberto Espinoza. Uh, sure missing uh, Moon Wan right now. <laughs> yes and no. I mean, if we're going to play wingbacks, yes. 
That would have been lovely today. Well, that answers our midfielder situation because he was a pretty good midfielder for us as well. <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. All right, let me get to the next one here. Um, <laughs> see, Beast was making fun of you disappearing. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just throws it up. He goes, Columbus will be a trap game. Every season another win on the road. We can see a B rod in the starting. Can we see a B rod in the starting eleven? Is Escobar out? So Escobar apparently is out according to this list that we're looking at. That's not official from the club. I hope it's completely bunk and we're wrong about that. And he's back this week. But again, until we see the listings of players out or questionable, we don't know. Tough. Uh, Marvin says different part is balancing the roster for Columbus and galaxy. If we won in Austin, we'd probably be doing a, more, a lot more heavily rotated squad for Ohio. But since we haven't had a win in three games, uh, Dolo may need this win. Now. I don't think Dolo cares about the win more than he does about beating Carson. I really, that is the focus. We got to go get in the cup. Um, we could all be wrong and it's completely like <laughs> it'd be, I got Henry in the mid or <laughs> I mean, in the center back, uh, roll and they just do what they got to do. Uh, you throw the rook onto the right side and just have fun with it. I who knows? It's gonna be a hard, a hard ask, no matter who's out there. Um, Marvin, yeah, if we play more starters for the Columbus and we're sacrificing form of the players for the Galaxy game, look at this as well. For them, the Galaxy will only have two days rest going into that game. So, how much rotation are they gonna do? Yeah, they're they've got it worse than us because I believe they got a Sunday game. So Ch Chicharito probably not going to play, right? Which also leads us to does Vela sit. I could see Vela sitting. It's a late game. They don't have rest, man. It's a five p.m. game, so they'll be done by eight, and then yeah. No, they they're going to rotate their squad out. I expect that from them. They don't care. They gotta take us on at home and they can't afford to lose. And our end, we can't either at this point. The rivalry is is hit this point. So um, yeah, Marvin, I think you're you're kind of in there. Um, what what do we do there? If Vela does sit, then as of course Moose gets his chance, or well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, B Rod getting minutes has to be. We gotta get him in full form for that game. And since he hasn't played a whole lot, if we get minutes from him, it's expected. Right. Moose can be sacrificed, so maybe he pulls a full 90. Right. I mean that, that would make sense. So you're on you're on the right track, Marvin. It's just where do you give up? What do you move? Does Ilya sit? Because honestly, Ilya, we need him for that game too, and he's he's older. Uh again, Dolo's getting paid the big bucks, and this is the week that he earns it. <laughs> Roberto Spinoza, I take a loss against Columbus to stomp Carson. I'm there. I'm there. Uh, Roberto Spinoza has probably got the smartest move. Leone would be a, would be good. Agreed. Agreed. Nice trial by fire for him. Um, why not if you're going to arrest people? Beast. Dole has some decisions to make with Carson coming up after the crew. Uh, Henry probably being saved for Carson. I've yet to see Henry get through a single half without looking winded, so I'm a little scared there. Am I not right in this? You've watched him play. Uh, again, it's like, how about we just play him for the first 45 if he starts just to get him somewhat game ready because we probably going to use him against Carson 
or playing the last 45. At this point, we need him just to be conditioned. And then we go to this one. Not another match influenced by bad ref decisions. It ain't MLS unless there's a bad ref decision. Got to watch another league. And they, they yeah, they, they're complaining everywhere. So, yeah. The ref hates us. The, the ref hates logic. I, I think that's what the ref hates more these days. Um, <laughs> Beast, I feel Tony's frustration. Yeah. That's our, yeah, our first F-bomb in a while, man. I can't help. You know, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Uh, Velez says, hope we get a good result this weekend, but would not be surprised in third or fourth on the table. Again, we'll get back up. That, that I don't have any question about that. Um, Bam, you got something to say. So I just had a quick look. Vegas don't play again until the 27th. Hmm. They got some time off. Do we see a few of them come travel to Columbus? Makes some sense. Right? Why not? Spend some time with the first 11. I mean, you know, what's the gamble? You lose Trey, one. Yo, Trey, yo, Trey, yo, Trey, yo. Ain't good, right? There you go. All right. Man, again, you can't predict this thing. It's completely out there. We've never been in a situation where it's this tight in terms of lineup, movement, a game of this magnitude only three days after we're in a it's rarefied air right now. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Ox, uh, and we are playing in their rented house, so we know the decisions will be one sided for MLS Golden Child. Uh, talking about you're talking about next week, which we'll definitely preview probably on Monday or Tuesday. Um, we know they're the golden child, we know it's not going to be square. That's why we got to figure it out and get the best guys rested at the right times. You can't rely on anybody, you got to do it for yourself. You have to smoke them. That's the only way. You got to score first. I think that's probably the ultimate test. Score first, try it out sometime. It's a really nice feeling to have. And you're amazing how much you can open up your game if you, you know, score first. Thoughts, thoughts. Uh, ooh, give my lens to Trejo's on the injury list. Hopes fade. Hopes fade, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> this is just the week. <laughs> and Marvin, I think Dola wants it all. And will only lightly rotate the squad for Columbus and plays best for Carson. Some return from injury to jury, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, Marvin, I, I you could kind of tell Dolo's mindset when he started putting in, well, he put in starters in the last Open Cup match in the second half. Like, nah, they're not going to get the day off. Bella's going in, man. Like, no, I, I see where he's at. Very much, let's do this. Uh, but the injury bug is here. That leaves everybody to kind of second-guess themselves a little bit. Want to play a little more careful. Ah, tough decisions. Ox, uh, tired of waiting till second half for guys to step up. Right? We just, something's got to give. I'm with you, man. All right. Looks like the comments are in. Thank you guys once again for some great, great topics to bring up. Rotation was a great thing to end with as well, guys. Good stuff on all of you for making that the story towards the end because that's the real story. Like, we've got to lead up. we got two big games coming up and, and uh, pick your poison. That's the story. All right. Good on you guys. 
again, thankful for all you guys do. You are the best supporters in the land. I agree. Um, and we appreciate what eight million episodes in that you guys are still tuning and doing what we do. So good on you. All right. So tradition dictates like it always does. Uh, a final comment from each one of us. Tony, you know it's your turn. So fire away, sir. <sighs> let's just get some points. I want the win, but let's get some points at least. Um, that's the best we can hope for. No injuries, no red cards, no nothing. Come up this Saturday. Um, we're most likely going to do a pod on Tuesday or Monday because this is, we cannot, this is too important to just push to the side. So we'll see you guys on Tuesday or Monday. We'll see what, what, what the world dictates. Um, hopes and prayers for Chile, uh, Chile need to come to us. And I've, other than that, besides that, let's, let's win. Let's get back on our, let's get back on top of, MLS, the West, everything, and just keep positive, positive vibes out there. Good stuff, Tony. Bam? Yeah, let's go out there, get the win. Um, big weekend coming up for me this weekend. Got to go out and vote tomorrow for like, our new prime minister, whether it be Labour or Liberal. Completely different over here because over here we vote for the party, not the leader. So that's how it works over here parliamentary system uh, baby yep gotta love it uh, um god save yeah, then... <laughs> <laughs> then on on sunday i've got a uh, my partner's sister's getting married on sunday so i've got that so i doubt i'll be waking up at 5 30 to watch our game because i don't want to do that because <laughs> five... <laughs> you guys can play in middays early it's 5 30 a.m thank you so even um, Heart of LSD yeah. is rotating the lineup uh, for <laughs> Um Let's go out there. Let's try something different. Let's just grab names, throw them on the boards. What sticks? Send that team out there. Let's go have some fun. Let's get at least a point. Come back with something. And we'll see you all on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, my time. And we'll go from there. <laughs> 442 baby <laughs> good stuff guys again bam tony thank you you guys are amazing i think we covered it pretty heavy today uh thanks to the listeners as well for giving us some killer questions today it's been a good one it's been a good way to to lick our wounds before moving on to the next i'll just say that we kind of did tonight i don't want to dwell on that sort of thing but we did uh but took a real hard look at things which is essential uh, knowing what works, what doesn't, and how we need to get better. Yes, things look a little bit dire with the injury list at the moment. Um, not because there's 8 million of them, just they seem to all be from the same location. You know what, six defenders with issues? Uh, let's hope for the best. Let's hope the injury list is lying to all of us and we have somebody that's available. Uh, in any case, support your club to the fullest. You never know. You never know in these matches what's going to come out, especially when it's one that's rotated like this, that it might get a result anyway. Carson's coming up quick. Keep our minds set on that as well. Um, those who can get to the game, uh, I hope to see you there as well. I know the ticketing situation has been bizarre. 
keep keep your eyes open check in with the leaders check in with the supporter groups to see what's available things should work themselves out super soon here um, and we can get there in force and of course take over carson as we always do from the stands let's just open on the field they match it up we'll cover that the next episode uh of course tradition dictates final word of the day tony fire away stay golden bam stay golden and for me to all of you stay golden los angeles for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over